and welcome to the one within all. My name is Chance and you're listening to Interverse, Season 3, Episode 20, featuring the music and mind of one Michael Martin, whose metonymic moniker when performing his magical music is My Own Eyes, spelled M-I-O-W-N-I-Z-E. Pretty cool wordplay if you ask me. This is one of the all-time greatest conversations about music that I've ever had, and it felt like we were channeling some kind of divine muse or ancient Pythagorean philosopher to help us understand music more fundamentally as part of the structure of reality. I think any person who feels music within more than just passively listening to it as a background noise will be able to relate to our ramblings, and I hope you thoroughly enjoy my conversing with the young master, Michael Martin. I'll be playing several songs he shared for the episode at the end of our convo, so stick around to the end to hear that, or skip ahead if you're looking for that. If you do enjoy the speculative shenanigans that we get up to here on Innerverse, I'd like to lure you a hair deeper down the rabbit hole by inviting you to subscribe to this podcast on Patreon.com. Sorry for the terrible pun. Oh my god, I'm the worst. (laughs) I've recently updated the rewards on patreon.com forward slash interverse and there are various tiers for donations and I'll be more dedicated than ever to making Patreon a place for a daily dose of interverse, however small, by posting art there on a regular basis. It's been over a month since our last new subscriber, so Imagine how extraordinary my podcasting pleasure will be when I peer into my Patreon portal and see you there, in full glory, blasting your universal love consciousness energy into my digital domain in the form of currency. Infinite gratitude to the dudes and doodads who have helped me pay my podcasting dues, like the SoundCloud bill and uh, new equipment purchases. Um, so if you are interested, check out patreon.com forward slash interverse or find that in the links of the episode notes. On a completely random side note, I also need assistance with finding a home for a stray pupper that Haley and I found wandering the street in front of our house. He's a pretty small, brown, short-haired doggy with medium-length tail that curls upwards towards his back. Totally funny looking in a good way. Extremely good with people. Seems to be really intelligent, too, as he's picked up on how to play fetch, kind of. And he can, he seems to understand us when we point to the shed and say, go lay down. And he's supposed to go let us go inside. And he, you know, he's uh, really sweet, licks your face a lot, doesn't bite. He's pretty much the best. Um, So we're having a lot of fun with him and getting way too attached. And we've been calling him Jiko John. And I'll post pictures of him in the show notes. But if you know anybody looking to get a good little guy who just needs to be fixed and deep lead, please let me know by contacting me anywhere on social media or emailing interverse.podcast at gmail.com. And I'll make sure we've treated him for the fleas by the time he gets to you. Thanks to all of you for helping me avoid adopting another pet. I actually don't want any more pets, mainly because I don't want to be a pet to some higher being. But that's another thing altogether. And for now... I'll just say thank you times a gajillion for checking out Interverse, and also remember to hit the website or the episode notes to see links to everything in this podcast and the music of my own eyes. Don't forget you can support Interverse by uh, subscribing in the iTunes podcast app and leaving a five-star review, and it'll take you like 30 seconds, and it's free. And that'll help a lot of other people find the show who are looking for just our kind of weirdness. 
it's about time I leave you here to go uh, listen to our talk with Mike. But before I go, I must urge you to please begin your craft. Whatever you are here to create, or whatever your heart wants to explore, if it be in alignment with truth, you must begin the process. And if you've already begun, remember that the beginning is infinite, and I urge you to do whatever you can to refresh your passion for expressing your uniqueness. What you are here to build is that which the world needs most, and only you can provide it. You are greatly loved by creation itself, so reciprocate that sweetie, that beautiful universe by engaging the creative force within. I also greatly love you, and therefore I wish you balance, wholeness, and harmony. So now let's go experience a conversation from the world of my own eyes. Welcome to Interverse, Mike Martin, also known by the musical moniker My Own Eyes, which is kind of a funky spelling, one word type of screen name. Pretty cool, though. Uh, we spelled that for everybody so they know what to look up on SoundCloud. All right. Well, it's spelled M-I-O-W-N-I-Z-E. So My Own Eyes. The M-I is my, O-W-N, own, I-Z-E is the eyes. So what kind of inspired that name? Um, really, it was. It took a long time. You know, I, I started my musical career with just a nickname that people gave me, uh, friends from when I moved to out here in Springfield to go to school at MSU. Uh, they called me Michael Martin, and so that's what my very official first SoundCloud name was. And uh, you know, I never, I never wanted to keep it, but it was something to start with, and so. I started making music for, I'd say, maybe six to eight months in. You know, I'd been hanging around with all my friends, doing lots of, you know, exploring myself and just having fun and working and going to school, trying to figure out what I wanted to do, how to go about doing it. And uh, one night it just kind of came to me, you know, I was sitting there just trying to write down, think of something that, you know, meant something to me, had some sort of affiliation to myself. So the reason I capitalized the W in my own eyes is because Mike Martin and just the W is an upside down M for that. And so I thought that was kind of clever. And, you know, I wanted to really exploit the fact that everything I was doing was from my perspective and that I wanted people to experience, you know, what I'm feeling and what, you know, I want to project out to the people to, to soak in and feel. And so that's where it's like my own and my own eyes. So, you know, one of the main senses that you experience is sight. And that's, you know, a really huge, uh, you know, experiencing factor of emotion and everything you intake as a human or any creature. And uh, it's it's pretty amazing. You know, I, I thought it was kind of interesting that I use eyes instead of, you know, ears because, you know, music. But I think the eyes has more of just a attentive effect and, you know, people can can really see and that's kind of what I want to 
portrays seeing. Yeah, that metaphor, the metaphor of uh, seeing through someone else's eyes is equivalent to walking in their shoes or something else. It's like all-encompassing. It's assumed that if you had their perspective, then you would know what made them what they were, I guess. Yeah. And I think really what creativity is seeking to do, uh, what the imagination is seeking to do through all of us is to uh, project the unique perspectives that we each have on this entire life thing, right? Oh, yes. No, most definitely. It's like, you know, everybody has their their name that they come up with, some sort of identity. And, you know, whether or not it's the one you're given when you're, you know, born and brought to this place or chosen for yourself down the road, you know, it has an impact. And, you know, it's it's important to to be able to, you know, step into other people's perspectives and understand because it's it gives you it makes you almost more humble, you know, because you can you can step back and really reflect on everything. And, you know, whatever that person has to bring you, whether it's, you know, painting or, you know, singing, music, you know, any sort of creation, like that's an expression of themselves in a way for you to understand them in some way you may not in subconsciously understand, but subconsciously, you know, it's something you can just pick up on, like your body just knows via these senses you're intaking and can put together this idea and feeling from somebody else and give it to you. So, yeah, that's something that definitely exists across all mediums of art. The uh, expression can generate what the artist is intending for it to generate, even when the person looking at it doesn't even necessarily comprehend the language that they're receiving it through. With visual stuff, we have more of an understanding. Some, Some of us, anyway, can think symbolically about what things might represent. So, you know, looking at a painter's work, you might be able to decode some kind of transcendent, um, you know, universal truth out of the uh, out of the work that they were intending to put in there for you. But with with sound, that's an entire different thing. That works way more on emotions than even imagery does, I think. And it, you know, it's like with the visual aspect, the, the what you're seeing triggers emotional feelings and mm-hmm. uh so that maybe ties into how you interpret what you're seeing but for the most part how you interpret what you see is what causes the emotional feeling but with music what you hear creates a feeling in you and then you interpret that oh yeah it's like the opposite direction of the energy in a way mm-hmm. you know it's so all these frequencies and vibrations that take control of your consciousness you know it it really just pulls you into the stream of the the sound that you're hearing and you know you may not even be able to hear but if you can't hear you can feel bass frequencies in your body and so that's something i really kind of find that's neat and interesting in music and why i take a lot of bass focus in a lot of my music with sub frequencies you know playing around with other types of basses it really just it can enhance the experience of, of feeling and bringing out those emotions and thoughts that like will come to you and resonate with inside of you from the music so that's that's you know pushing the boundaries of of not just you know using all of the frequencies that you can experience from sound, but also you know pushing the limits of effects and how time affects music and all these other things you wouldn't normally connect with the Western concept of music, and you know combine all these cultural ideas and you know transcendent thoughts that you may have that go beyond the cultural norm or any of that to you know basically make music into 
not music anymore, you know, something that means more than music, that has more experience behind it, that has more, you know, oomph and effect to the listener and the, the feeler. I, I have a question for you, and I don't mean to create sort of like a, a mental separation between an us and them with this question, but do you think there are some people who feel music way more than other people feel it? And maybe even some people that don't even register what music is doing to them and it's just something that is an unconscious part of their life because mm -hmm. i i kind of see that most definitely um where i'm going with that is like on a in the ancient past imagine if you were just like some you know peasant farmer and you find your way wandered into like the king's court or something to to file a complaint about um your neighbor's cows shitting on your side of the fence or something and the uh, there's like a court harp player or something and you've never heard music in your life. Can you imagine what that would do to that person's consciousness in terms of like being as powerful probably as a, you know, a mind altering substance, I would think. Oh yeah. I mean, music itself has enough ability to, you know, release endorphins in a, in a person's mind, which if, if you think of that, like music is causing a chemical reaction in your body. So beyond that, if you if you believe anything beyond just your physical being, you know, delving into the spiritual idea, I won't go too crazy into it. But, you know, it music affects every person on a different level. And that is subjective to their consciousness, their, their conscious awareness of music and what they believe it is capable of. So my, I, what I believe is what you believe in really can in, engulf and like you can make it so much more powerful in, in its being. You know? So if you believe that music can affect you in such positive ways, it can. But also if you don't believe it, there's ways where music can speak to you and reach out to you that then help you, you know, experience it in those ways. So that's like when you find that song that you just – never would have thought you'd hear, you know, just the craziest thing that it just rings inside you so much, you know, you can't forget about it. Like that's the type of music that brings you into being able to experience music for more of what it actually can bring to you. And, and sometimes the right music will actually create that spontaneously in a person that isn't paying as much attention normally to music. Yes. And that can even like shake up their entire life and change, put it on a whole different course. Oh, I can actually... I can look back and I'm sure everyone can. I'm sure I'm not the first person to observe this, but I can look at the eras and phases of my life and what I was like as a person. And it's completely correlated with the type of music I was listening to mm -hmm. in those time periods. And then I'll try to have these gradual transitions into new genres and new uh, musical interests. And mm -hmm. my personality will be going through changes that reflect that perfectly. And getting into electronic music, that was actually one of the first big steps towards getting me out of the sort of the matrix that I was trapped in, I guess, I uh, um, yeah. where I was just one of those people. I wasn't just one of those people where I was just uh, taking in all the corporate music and yeah, not, just uh, mainstream coming through you. I was like into prog metal and cool, you know, there was cool shit I was listening to, but I was kind of just in a loop with the same music and old music. And when I found electronic music, what made it so transcendental to me was the fact that, a, every sound could exist now. There's no more limits. Mm -hmm. and B, you have no restrictions on how you can access the music from these artists that put stuff out and just want you to listen to it. And they don't try to 
you know, make music into um, something that costs something. Yeah, it's not filtered and, and restricted and put in certain boundaries and limited. It's, you know, it's able to be fully expressive and beyond what, you know, it can go any direction. And that's that's what's so beautiful about it. And that's why everybody can make their own sound and have their own sound that's so unique and can resonate with almost anyone, you know. You know, your music may not be for everyone, but it's for someone. You know, no matter what, there's always going to be something that has some sort of purpose towards someone and some sort of, you know, depending on the creator's intentions, of course, you know, but in most cases where I've come across, musical creators want, you know, a good, they have positive vibes that they want to, you know, emanate to everyone. Uh, Yeah, that's true. And the ones, then there's also the ones that don't really, and it's obvious because their whole thing is like, Look how cool I am. It's yeah, me, 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 they're me. focusing on, you know, a, a, an ego or, or something that, you know, doesn't have a good message. <laughs> we all have a little bit in, of that in us or a lot of it at different times. So it's not like something to be judged because music should just be whatever it is. But there's some music that to me just does not feel like it came from like source consciousness, awareness or some kind of like divine muse. And instead, it just seems like it came directly out of the artificial intelligence machine that is like so my theory about ai is that it's not something that they're that is to be created physically it's kind of a weird theory but uh it's something that is attempting to be created in people's minds because the mind is the only computer strong enough to hold uh a thing like an quote-unquote artificial intelligence and what it is is this mountain of programming and uh like fear-based and trauma-based mind control that people are subjected to through uh, media especially, but also just things that happen to us in our lives that people who have been subjected to this already then do to young people. And uh, so that thing creates this big barrier between you and tapping into your authentic self and your own thoughts and desires. And instead, it just gives you these intrusive thoughts and then constant discouragement, constant opposition against things that you know you should do that would be good for you. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, you just won't do it. So like, wh- I'm really curious about what is that force? I've been really curious about it for a while, that opposition force. And uh, <laughs> uh, where I'm going with this is there's like some music I've heard where it sounds like that force is what wrote the song and not... I see what you're saying. Not, not like the uh, artist. It, it was yeah, more exactly. Of a, you know, when you get into the, the conscious thought, there's, you know, the thought that... You know, you don't really know what you're going to think next. You know, the thought just comes to you. It's like, well, you know, it gets to the whole collective consciousness deal. And like, you know, whether you tap into a positive side of the collective consciousness or a negative one, like sometimes you have control over that. You know, if you've found yourself and can control yourself in a sense of that and others, you know, cannot. And that's how I feel like you're saying certain individuals are relaying out this negative energy that you know, has that effect that may not necessarily be what their original intention or feeling was for their creation for people, you know? And so it's, it's pretty difficult to, to see past that for some, but you know, that's, that's why it's our job for you know people on the other side of music that, you know, want to express true self and have, you know, everybody be content and, you know, happy and just experiencing the, what they want, you know, and, you know, combat that negative energy. Well, okay. I feel like I want to explain the reason why I even bring it up. Uh, have you seen South Park the last couple of new episodes? Um, 
I don't think the most recent, but I have seen something from this season. Well, okay, there's an episode where Cartman did this entire thing about uh, where he decided that he was going to be suicidal and get all kinds of attention out of it. Mm -hmm. And they parodied this song that was based on a real YouTube song that was just about like, I want to kill myself. Uh, I want to die today. And it's just like this poppy, ridiculous song that Mm -hmm. apparently even was like a one hit wonder went viral or something. And I was just like, what, what is this? And somebody basically seeking uh, some sort of strange profit or approval out of, uh, this extremely negative message and then there's lots of people out there that would like comment on that type of video or say something about that type of video like that resonates with me i just when i'm feeling down that's something that helps me and i want to listen to it so it's really weird to me because i'm i'm trying to figure it out like is that song actually in some way making it easier for them to deal with negative thoughts or is it in some way resonating with that creature inside their mind that I described before and it's pleasing that thing and because they're kind of like ruled by that thing because they're in depression yeah. and separation uh, from true higher self and then that thing's pleased so they think that they like it. I don't know. I, maybe I'm really overthinking this based on something no. South Park spiraled me out on but uh, I, I'm not like constantly worried about bad music. That's for sure. I listen to oh, yeah. good music. I mean there will always be that side of things, you know. It's there's there's going to be a balance between, you know, positive and negative energies and good and evil for as long as we can, you know, consciously experience. I feel like it's just necessary for things to be. So, you know, that's why people take pride in in what they do, whether it's each side, you know, it's why they're so passionate about what it is, and you know, it's 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 admirable even in some bad senses because like you say, you, you don't know how some people are going to experience it, like whether it resonates in, you know, the negative fashion or if it was actually positively benefiting them. And, you know, that's why depending who are on, we to really judge anyway, if it's an experience that doesn't harm another, yeah. like if they really want to wallow in that like suicidal land and like enjoy that, that's up to them. It's not hurting anybody else. Technically, if they're not actually hurting themselves, especially. Yeah, the influence of, of music and, and content, you know, that's it's hard to say, and that's why, you know, there's things like where stuff is censored, you know, and it's it's hard for, for people to come to a conclusion on what is and isn't good when there's so many different views and perspectives that are so strongly set, you know, it's you there's always gonna have to be people trying to come to some sort of medium that may never be reached and you know, it's kind of part of life to to work through that and just you know try to try your best to do what you see is right and you know everybody's going to do that from their own position but you know it it all it's going to be the same in the end you know i feel like everything's got it set in stone and we're just going along the the, you know with the stream we're going with the flow (laughs) so you think uh you think things are totally deterministic or do you think that there are deterministic elements but there's free will within the the boundary conditions if you will well it's it's kind of limited by yourself you can choose you know it's if if you believe that things are set that's because you have believed that they're set and so therefore they they can be set but you know if you believe otherwise then they can be influenced by any other you know, energy that you believe can. So it's, to me, everything's very relative to your personal perception and, you know, your ability to have mind over 
what you're experiencing and what you want to experience, what you can and will experience. I totally dig what you're saying. I just listened to an awesome podcast called Third Eye Drops where the uh, the guest was a fantastic gentleman scientist, as he calls himself, named Bruce Damer. And he's got a lot of really fantastic and psychedelic theories about the origins of life. And uh, one of the things that he's come up with to describe life and even something that's model that you can model in computers to an extent is that uh, he, that life itself actually has some weird quantum aspect that causes probabilities to bend around it and for outcomes that shouldn't really have statistically occurred to occur. occur. Yes. Yeah. No, so most definitely. When you make that mental switch of I'm from I'm stuck and this is all I can ever be to um, I think I'm going to just start making music uh, and see where that goes, you'll find that the opportunities will all of a sudden start showing up, but they wouldn't, they show up right when you're ready for them. Mm -hmm. That's what's crazy. They show up right when you're ready for them. You're the one deciding when you're ready for all of it. And you, you will take, you have to take steps to get to those opportunities and to achieve those opportunities to their fullest or to the best you can do and not worry about it when you don't get them to the yeah. fullest. Uh, it's not automatic, but if you are like one step at a time, making something here and there, uh, putting it out there, doing a little bit every day, doing a lot some days, then it's all going to come to you in the order that you need for your progression to, to work out. It's pretty crazy. I mean, that applies to podcasting or music yes, or painting. Yes, I was going to say, any, whatever it is that you do, you know, as long as you keep that in mind and you, you really just believe in, in yourself and in your message and what your, your purpose is, you know, you can really achieve through time. You know, success is a, is a journey. You know, you're, you're going to experience so many things, like you said, these opportunities come up and, you know, whether or not you capitalize on them or not is, is you making the decision. You know, you have to be prepared and you have to, you know, attack it and want it and, and want it the most. Or even just treat it like a video game and those are quests and you want to complete all <laughs> the quests to get all the experience points to get this most high yes. skill point level character. I mean, it can be it can be not even that serious. Depend, uh, I think we even do ourselves a disservice when we get totally serious about life, and I'm super guilty about that, especially lately. Because like lately, all I do is is figure out um, deeper and deeper down the rabbit hole how enslaved humanity is by dark forces, and it's like people around me probably just want me to shut up, but. Uh, you know, uh, it, it's important to be lighthearted even in the midst of that because it's actually, it's actually the discomfort or the disharmony that is created from being worried about that kind of stuff that, that is makes it empowers it up. Right, because yeah. that's what its entire goal is to do is to convince you to feel that way so that you. Uh, and I feel like actually I'm pretty good at talking about all kinds of like dark conspiracy shit without personally being even a little bit scared because I know that that's actually how like we said how it works. If you saw the the new movie It, it's a perfect example oh, of that I need metaphor. To see it. Well, it's like any other horror movie. Basically, it's like being afraid is what gets people hurt or killed mm -hmm. itself, not actually yeah. any like monster or thing. Because you can, when you're not afraid of something, you can overcome anything. So, um, <laughs> sorry about that long long ramble. Uh, uh, let's talk just something else about about you that people wouldn't expect. Like, what what you got for us? Oh man, well. I don't know. You know, I'm working on trying to establish a career in music these days, you know, as an independent artist. So there's a lot of us out there, you know, and there's a lot of places to find 
people, I guess, you know, the number one everybody knows about is SoundCloud, you know, you know, oh, check out my SoundCloud, you know, nobody, most people don't like hearing that nowadays unless they're really open into, you know, checking out genuine music and people, people's creations, you know, and podcasts too. And it's, it's really, you know, it's, it's quite a, a place to be trying to, you know, sell your, yourself, you know, sell my personal thoughts and emotions and experiences through audio you know it's really interesting but you know you see how other people really affect all the people you're around you know your friends you know anybody you may see on social media or even just in real life somebody walking around listening to music you see like what it's doing to them whether they're dancing grooving out you know going crazy whatever they do you know everybody's got their own niche for how music affects them and so you know it's 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 nice to be in in that position as a as a musician to be able to to mold people's minds around you and affect them in ways that you believe are you know a genuinely positive manner to give people a good experience and you know be thankful to be alive you know to be perceiving anything and so if you you know if it's tickling your ears and making your your spine feel good you know that's that's what I want I want you to have this experience that every time you hear a song you know it's like wow just every time you get that same experience, that nostalgia from the first time you heard it, where it's just whatever it was in that song just really clicks with you. And so that's something, you know, there's so many ways that people can do that with their music. And, you know, some people focus on certain elements to relay that because that's how they can express their emotions and thought through audio is a certain way. And, so, you know, some people will really have, you know, there's ED classic electronic EDM music where there's, you know, a buildup where, you know, get a lot of the same elements where things get quicker up into a moment where everything kind of cuts out and there's some sort of fill or something that, like, gives you this immense moment of being close to some climactic feature where, you know, then there's the drop. And then, you know, then you just have this huge moment where, like, you're experiencing what you feel like could be the highlight of, you know, that music. And then you have, you know, things just like lo-fi hip-hop music where it's just real classic, like just chilled out music that's, you know, usually very similar drums and it's got kind of an ambient, real reverby tone to it. But like, that's just kind of what people may be looking for at the time. You know, they just want to relax and listen to that music. And so I don't limit myself to any specific genre or anything. That's why I kind of go with my own, you know, when I post my music, I kind of hashtag, you know, my own. So it's just, that's all I know is this I've created this music. It has no, you know, sometimes I might go into a track with a certain idea, but most of the time it's just me sitting down hearing sounds and just bringing them together and seeing what I really like to bring together. And I have certain elements that I like to apply to sounds when I build songs, but you know, I try to go outside of those boundaries. I stick with some core ones that I like that just resonate with me. Like how I said, some people, you know, have, they'll use a certain effect. So I really like filters, you know, it, it gives the effect of, you know, the sound can move. And so I believe certain effects can manipulate the dimensions you experience sound. So I, if anybody's familiar with Subpack, it's a device that's made and basically it's a backpack or you can have it to where it straps onto your seat, your studio chair, and you turn it on and it basically produces the sub bass vibrations without actually putting out audio into your back. So it's like standing in front of a subwoofer at a concert, but 
you don't have like that immense bass hitting in your ears. You know, you just have your headphones or the speakers you could be listening out of. And then there's this bass just rocking your spine in just the most awesome, enthusiastic way that you just... It's hard not to dance or want to do something while you're listening for the sub. That sounds like a mystical, like, device. Yeah. It sounds like I mean, it would have a, a serious effect on you. Yeah. On the way that you experience music. I mean, because that's what makes it different about going out to a festival or something and feeling it in your mm-hmm. body like you described. Because that is – I can wake up – I can really just like wake up your spine. You get this tingle all the way up it. Oh, yeah. Uh, all of a sudden you're in the moment and like that's that what makes people takes you over. freak out, man. This yeah. It's good. It's where you, really, you cool. really lose yourself to the song where you are you become the song if not the person who originally like created and experienced the song and felt everything inside themselves. You know, it really just helps that happen. And so I feel like beyond that, there has to be other ways to perceive music and sound to transcend the experience of music, you know, make music something more, you know, to experience music in other ways. And so, you know, there's effects that do that with types of music, but I feel like it almost has to get into like how speakers are. And like, I want, in a sense, I've had some ideas where, you you know, you take speakers and you have the speakers be attached to some module that can move. And so you manipulate the way the sound is coming out of the speakers to create an additional experience. And so like moving the sound in another way, you wouldn't normally perceive it. And so that's just one like brainstormed idea. I think about that on like a math level, the way the waveforms are going to interact with each other when they're bouncing in different ways. You could also be setting up the actual room that this is happening in to have some sort of qualities that makes the sound bounce in a certain way. You Mm -hmm. could be, creating crazy sonic grids yeah with, like that's interesting you should you should definitely look into innovating something like oh, that yeah. because the, what the world needs out of each of us is the thing that we would like to find but we don't know where to find it mm-hmm. so you have to make it ourselves. the original idea i had of it was uh actually involved poi and and just instead of poi being the ball with you know the light or fire it had a speaker on the end. And so then you could have the speakers say you had, you know, two different tracks or elements of a song in each poi that you had in your hand and you could move them around and like basically force this sound to come out of these speakers that are attached to the poi, like in a way you want to experience it. So like giving yourself your own kind of personal flair experience of the song you're having. And so like, that's just one, like that's how kind of the first idea I had of that kind of like took me to like, wow, like, you know, if you ever put your mouth over a speaker or phone speaker on your mouth and like it kind of like filters it, that was like something I did so long ago with like a Game Boy, you know, and that gave me like just a different thought of like how you can hear sound and bend like sound that you're experiencing. So there's got to be some thing you can, you know. I hear a guest wondering what poi is and that's actually balls on strings that people swing around in cool patterns they have one in each hand and they have a lot of times crazy led lights in them or they're on fire i think the word poi is like hawaiian word actually for a spinning fire and so adding a sonic element to that that would just make it that much more uh like synesthetic yeah where you know you start connecting senses together that wouldn't normally be connected like you have color you'd be creating that effect with like the color and the lights and the, uh, the sound and the mm-hmm. vibration and the, the spatial distance of that yeah. that you're having to detect. Um, 
Man, you're you're full of good invention ideas. <laughs> I just like to to create, man. You know, I don't I don't want to set myself back from anything. I want to you know experience and indulge in every thought that I've had. You know, every idea. So you know, nothing gets lost. I want people to experience everything that we can experience. You know, so we can become more enlightened and humble beings. You know, whatever way I can relay that, and the way I've chosen is through music so well what you do by creating that sound that makes you kind of makes you feel joyous makes you feel uh, intensely present is that lets people see that oh it's okay for me to do that thing um like someone's like someone standing at the show seeing someone spinning poi and watching the dj play the music that they spent time producing that's unique to them there's always at least one person out there that goes i want to do something cool and they come up with they come up with an idea. It might not happen right away. They might even be like, damn, for a while because they can't – they don't have something. But as mm-hmm. soon as you're opening – it's like we talked about before. Instead of being stuck in the idea that nothing is changing, you've now opened your mind to the idea that I would like something to come into my life that would make me uh, be able to be in that type of a flow that I see other people yeah. in. And then boom, next thing you know, it's going to show up. Uh, you don't know where. If, but if you keep your eyes open – and look through your own eyes and not through mm-hmm. the eyes of uh, you know, programming or OCD or whatever problem that we have. We've all got some kinds of uh, you know, vestiges of those elements because of just where we are right now. Yeah. Um, you'll find it though. I, I, whether it's, it could be flute. You could play the flute. I know a lot of people who got really good at flute all of a sudden and it's awesome to be around people around a fire playing flute together with people playing drums i know that's pretty hippy dippy maybe some people don't like drum circles (laughs) but uh, and whatever the experience is if it makes you happy i mean shoot it's just music man you know it's like halfway across the world people's idea of music is just random hitting of you know like in indonesia it's stuff so different it's more like percussive bass and like their sense of time for their music is so different. You know, originally music was like first written down sheet music was written so choirs could sing like the same stuff in churches and and like have a general idea of how to do that. And so it's just it's different everywhere for experiencing music. And so that's why, you know, you can combine all these aspects of the human consciousness culture all around the world and, you know, combine these elements that truly would resonate this you know the sound of earth and humanity you know and i feel like that's something that's really important is including for myself at least is including every aspect of of sound i've ever experienced like you know so lots of foley recordings like so i have this song called wanting more and i had most of the song done and i had this idea where i had just a sure sm58 microphone plugged into my uh, direct input and I climbed out the window on the second story and sat on the roof with this microphone to get a field recording of some leaves like going down the street and you know just some ambience from the, the street I lived on and you know I did that and then came back in and you know took that whole recording along with the song and that first recording I took literally lined up perfectly with the whole song and like had you know these experiences of me saying I was going to go out and take a field recording. You could hear it because I started the recording, you know, me opening the window, going out the window, you know, the ambience from outside. And then the very end of the song, me coming back in from the window and 
my friends helping me get the get back in the window and take the microphone and talking about it. So it was really cool. And you know that, uh, it's like a journey. That, yeah. You know, it, like it's you can totally get absorbed into that, uh, another world and just imagine it. It and, just can't be recreated. You know, like that recording was that moment and that will never happen again. And it's only in that recording. And so that's, that's something really cool about, you know, with Foley and taking sounds from your environment and things you can come up with that aren't necessarily just digital or synthesized. Uh, it sounds like you get, I mean, I already knew from listening to your stuff, but you definitely get very creative and you're completely unrestricted with what you might use. And that that does make your music fun, but there is always kind of a very um, underwater feel uh, to it, this yes. flowy feel, like I where do. you go to the depths. And more recently, definitely, I've been including a lot more uh, actual water sound effects. And so that's why, you know, I want to take all these sounds of Earth, you know, water and fire. You know, if I could tap into how you could hear the sound of just leaves blowing and everything the wind you know i want to combine all these elements so it almost feels like the person listening is like you know they get plunged underwater and then ripped up out of the water up into the sky and then the, you know it could be raining fire but the fire's rainbows and you know just like you can hear the wind and like you know i just want to create this more than just an audio experience out of it so like when they feel and hear it they're like they almost are going on a journey like if you were to close your eyes and believe enough like it would take you to that experience and so that's kind of something i'm trying to take with my music now is you know really putting all these elements of sound into it that give you a, a, a spatial and visual awareness of what may be around you and so you know it takes a lot you know there's a lot of industrial music you know that has big hits and bangs it sounds like you know big city sounds and stuff so like that's kind of you know some inspiring and then you know there's all kinds of stuff with just you know, fully sounded. It's just cool how you can combine them all and create such a unique experience. Uh, are you familiar at all with shamanic journeying? Um, I can't say I have enough knowledge to say yes. Okay, so uh, yeah, I'll I'll explain what I mean by that term because what you're describing is actually kind of like it in a way, okay. and it might be something you're interested in checking out or reading about because. Uh, so what it is is it's an ancient practice used by shamans and all kinds of indigenous cultures throughout the world where by creating some sort of uh, rhythm like with it, a drum or a shaker or a combination of things and by meditating while this is going on there or sometimes like the really good ones are able to do the make play the instrument themselves and go into the state but essentially you use the right type of uh, of rhythm to create a sort of binaural effect oh yeah okay gives you an altered state of consciousness and if you close your eyes it's kind of like it creates um it helps you go into a theta state which is like the active imagining state okay so almost a similar effect to if you were to go floating in a sensory deprivation tank it can yeah sort of like that um so what you can do is you can get these tracks that have this type of shamanic drumming and put on headphones and just like lay down and close your eyes and let it go for 30, 40 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever. And essentially you can go on a, a journey in your own mind. And what shamans actually teach, and if you look into um, finding a little bit of uh, instruction on this type of thing, they'll give you a sort of guides on how to navigate to different spaces of, of the astral world in a way and uh, creating your own Experience, the experience you want to have out of it, asking the questions that 
basically though, you can just go into that state and ask questions that you want to have answered or or try to look at things in your mind's eye and really perspective. Yeah, you can use the you can use the the mind state for whatever you want. You don't have to associate it with any kind of particular mental framework of what it means. You can just like use these types of tracks and the power of your own consciousness to go deep within and reflect on whatever it is you're trying to reflect on. I've done it before and it's super powerful. I've had weird shit happen in in a good way. (laughs) I can imagine. I uh, actually, when you said binaural, I remember there was a time years ago where I figured out or came across things that were basically binaural beats. And in a sense, it was just, you know, a tone or frequency that when, you know, left in a meditated state with that it would give a similar effect. And I feel like the shamanistic approach is a bit more um, easy to achieve once you like have followed those instructions properly and, you know, and all that, as opposed to just kind of listening to some binaural thing made. But, you know, I do, I, I do like the idea of that sort of effect with my music. So that is something, you know, that kind of pulls right into the idea of how I want to, you know, push the limits of music and the experience of it, you know, take it beyond and combine all the elements that I know now to create a new one. Yeah, that's awesome. It's, I mean, music can do that without being designed to do that. Oh yeah. That's what makes it, that's what makes it so powerful. Yeah. Um, I go on, I'll go on a journey all the time. Sometimes it's just thinking about regular stuff, but like I'll be driving and listening to something. And the next thing I know, I'll snap back to reality and like realize I'm paying attention to the road. But actually I was just somewhere else looking at something else, thinking about something else. Sometimes it's something that I think about a lot, like just a situation or a plan that I have. And then other times you snap back from those moments and you don't even remember what the hell you were just thinking one second before. And Mm -hmm. it's like you were literally in another reality. And because there's some kind of like veil of separation that you can't bring anything back from there after you stop thinking about it and music like takes you there and then you snap back. That brings me almost to a point idea or, an idea, something that I actually experienced, I'm sure a lot of people do as well, but, you know, depending on your state of mind, you know, I'll be, I like to listen to my music a lot. And the reason I do is because it, it helps me have a better understanding of myself and helps me also be able to nitpick through it and have more ideas and, you know, like I said, push those boundaries of what I'm creating. And so, you know, I listen to my music a lot when I'm driving to work. And sometimes, you know, if I'm not in a good mood and a song that I really of my own that I would really like, I like can't even listen to it because of the mood I'm in, you know? And so that's why it's so important to stay in such, you know, a positive aspect of yourself and, and persevere through that and, you know, have a good image of what you want to bring. And so that's, you know, it's, it's crazy how everybody can experience that. You know, you can have a song you really like, and even there's times because of how you feel, you're not going to like that song. But if you, it actually can be useful because you can all of a sudden notice that you're in that state because the song comes on and you're like, man, I don't even feel happy about this song yeah. coming on. Shit. And if you reflect, and then you go, you can, oh, wait, I can choose now because mm-hmm. you were, as soon as you notice. That's a great point, actually. Yeah. As soon as you notice, you go to the realm of cause instead of effect. Whenever yes. you don't notice, you're just being affected by it and you just whatever you do and whatever you feel and whatever you say, that just comes out, blah. And that's what I mean by like, being controlled by the artificial intelligence and whenever you're actually paying attention and intentionally choosing every reaction and every response to things, that's what actual personal responsibility means is that you're actually personally responding to every moment and experience and there and not like in some, I mean, not to knock going on to like 
other worlds in your mind, but a lot of people are in La La Land every moment. Just kind of falling in line. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Just kind of conforming to whatever, like like water running downhill in a way. Yeah. And I think we're more like what the creative process even is tends to be going upstream all the way. Like yeah, to even achieve what you're trying to achieve or to achieve what I'm trying to achieve Find with a podcast. Find the of the water. You have to go the opposite direction everyone else is going. There's a lot of things you have to start doing opposite of everybody else, actually, especially if you're walking a more spiritual aspected path. Yep. So upstream, yeah. You know, going a, a different aspect with your music and trying to push the boundaries of the... It's, it's difficult because if you think of other artists that did similar things where they didn't get recognized for years later, you know, or until even after they had died, where then their music was fully appreciated for what it was doing, you know, and that's why I can feel, you know, doubt against myself a lot in the sense where like, you know, it's hard to push what I'm doing because I feel like it goes against what a majority of people would want. But it's, that's not what I'm going for. You know, I don't want to go what for majority of people want. I just want to go for what I want. You know, I, it's my own eyes. You know, I want the I want people to experience me and, and to be able to indulge in that if they're capable. That's the uh, that's the artificial intelligence program they put in your brain telling you what would people think? This isn't right. This isn't proper. And that's why I always I fight through it. And, you know, it's, it's good because you can you can tell when you get caught in that. And, you know, that's why, like you said, it's kind of like with, the, with listening to my music as a cue for, you know, if I'm finding myself not enjoying my own creation when I was vibing to it the most, you know, when I made it, you know, and so it's like. It's just it's crazy how that can affect you, but you know it's 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 amazing to be able to recognize using the music and you know push yourself back into that positive good state. I really to go back to the name my own eyes. I really like the the word play of the spelling and makes me. Are you familiar with the concept of green language? Um, I've I've heard of it, but I'm not fully aware again. It's uh, it's like. Basically, when you interpret language with uh, your imagination and your logical brain at the same time, okay, it's like the, it's like a centered or balanced way of yeah, looking no at words. filter experience. You know, taking all the information and not judging it any biased way. That's okay. It's, yeah, it's like defining a word using both its etymological distinct definition and also what it phonetically matches with or sounds yes, like. Yes, I feel and, like I do that a lot. <laughs> yeah, well, that, yeah, that's um, that's um, intelligence uh, actually okay. is what does that. Like <laughs> intelligence being the generative principle of the brain, which is the right brain, and the logical aspect of the brain, which is the left brain, mm-hmm. coming together, being able to see a pattern and be creative in how you see it by being able to look at it on a multi-leveled, okay. multi-symbol way. And so, anyway. Um, the word realize, if you realize something, you have to look at it with your real eyes. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's an example of yes. it. Uh, so I, that's just what your your name makes me think of is like uh, you're constantly trying to realize your own eyes, your, mm-hmm. uh, your own. The, the experience of, of life and, you know, what, what to bring to it, you know, what finding your purpose and, you know, everybody's so unique. And it's it's amazing. It's a great thing. You know, it's you got to be thankful for it, and you got to you know believe in your ability to to bring that unique self to to everything. You know, because I mean, we all are one, but we're all ourselves. So it's it's an interesting thing. But you know, if we all were to be together with our our thoughts, you know, it would be a more cohesive experience for everyone. And so you know, I kind of try to convey a similar idea through my music. 
And so, you know, that's whether or not that's subconsciously conveyed through the music I make, you know, I just want people when they experience to, there's got to be some way where my emotions and ideas translate through that audio into, you know, physical experience that they're having, you know, and then that can also go beyond physical, if, you know, depending on their ability to perceive what they're hearing. Really makes me think of back what we were talking about at the beginning with uh, the difference between seeing things and hearing things and how seeing things is interpreted and then felt and then feeling things or hearing things is felt and then interpreted. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like there's a lot of myth and legend about humanity and ancient past um, having one language. And I think most likely there was actually a global civilization back in the day and that's that's why all all kinds of secret societies and like druids and egyptians and uh groups in different places all passed down the same ideas of um geometry mm -hmm. music um Certain arithmetic and astronomy yeah and the reason they passed those things on is because um they realized everything in the universe is made of number so arithmetic is important to teach and they realized uh Number in time is music. Number mm -hmm. in space is geometry. And number with space and time combined is astronomy. Because uh, it's moving and in time. And so anyway, yeah, uh, no. music has been an important part of all kinds of wisdom traditions forever. Uh, like that you needed to be able to understand music to even be initiated into certain secret societies. So what where I'm going with this is like what you are attempting to do almost maybe not even fully aware of it all the time is to return us to our original state of being able to converse in one language before we were sort of separated mm -hmm. because like you say, we're all one. So our original state, why would we ever, if we're all one, why would we decide to come in to an experience like this and then be disconnected from each other completely? Mm -hmm. uh, we probably get a lot more, um, of what we're wanting out of this experience if we were able to communicate with each other yes. perfectly. So like there's some sort of ability to communicate through the heart, through telepathy, through, um, through feeling that humans have empathy with each other mm -hmm. where it doesn't matter if two humans are open to empathy. It doesn't matter if they don't even speak a language each, if neither of them speaks any language, they'll be able to work together, help each other, communicate with yes. each other and feel each other. It will work. So music is something that communicates through feeling and it brings people to unifies them in feeling, which is sort of a way of I've always like been able to perceive of a unification in consciousness at shows and if, at, at crowds where everyone's vibing together. Oh, yeah. You literally can see like one mind. The crowd gets rowdy and calms down together. It's mm -hmm. this really interesting thing. And it's the music that is sort of the linchpin of that. So mm -hmm. uh, I appreciate everyone out there that's doing what you're doing, which is creating from their true self and and just putting out uh what they like because that makes you know you're following you're following your own personal bliss and your own creative ability that's going to inspire other people to do the same and mm -hmm. ultimately that's what wakes people up to all the other aspects of life that good and bad that are necessary to wake up to to advance yes. spiritually it'll, it starts with taking those creative steps so inspiring others that's huge oh yeah it'll just it'll push the limits of music like if, you know if i don't necessarily reach exactly what i have in mind of 
of what music can be, you know, it'll at least inspire others to, you know, push and go beyond, you know, it's, we're always going to live up to a, a certain point here that we won't see things that we may have wanted to or believed could. And just because we didn't doesn't mean that we as, you know, a whole as humanity didn't achieve that goal or, you know, getting to a point of experience that we really wanted to have. And so, you know, music is, it's just the most amazing way to do that for me, you know, and combining that with other arts, you know, like I've seen things where people now kind of have digital shows where they go into VR and they can put on a sub pack and then they're literally in a, at a virtual venue with all these other people who are also on these VRs and can be with the DJ who's at their house, you know, also in the VR live mixing music. And so it's like, it's just, it's amazing to see how far we've already come and how, I know we're just scratching the surface of experience for humanity. You know, it's, it's just, it, it just fills me with delight to know that like we have all this possibility that we can play with, you know, so infinite actually. Yes. <laughs> I have a song called infinite because of that. Um, I actually would like to continue to hopefully increase the probability of a future where there's a virtual reality podcast studio that oh. guests can join us in live or in the recording actually and see like a 3d recording or maybe us an avatar form perhaps yeah, it'll give uh, you like a real close in the sense of being there with you know the artist and the person hosting that that sounds really cool yeah i, I imagine we'll be able to do some crazy stuff like that in the future and you're going to keep making music i'm going to keep making <laughs> podcasts so uh we will also in have to time. do that we will be doing this again together soon because we are in town together and looks like this was just like getting the feelers out of a conversation. You oh, know? yeah. I mean, I mean, we basically stuck to talking about music, but next time we're going to talk about who knows, all kinds of crazy oh, stuff, yeah. I'm sure. There's there's endless possibilities of things we can we can rattle on about, I'm sure. You know, there's there's so much to, to, to life and experience that I feel is important to, to share than just, you know, music, although that's what my primary focus as a, you know, to offer to people is other than, you know, just loving so well that's huge actually um if you can do that then the other stuff will come yes and and to everyone out there that feels like you know because we all feel like this sometimes that uh it's not you know that you're not feeling enough love that you don't receive enough love that in some way it's not it's deficient the way that the universe is presenting love to you just try your hardest to start expressing more love to others oh, and yeah. watch how that uh, dial reverses the, mm -hmm. in your mind of not feeling enough. It's all just based on what you're putting out there. And um, just really glad that uh, ex to individuals like you to come on my show and express what it is that they, they do in a, a verbal form because a lot of – there's so many really wise, even for being young like you, uh, wise creators that are, are popping up everywhere looking to figure out their way of uh, – you know, supporting themselves on their creativity, mm -hmm. but also sharing with the world that which they know they can do to help the yeah. world. So, uh, uh, thank you, man. I guess I'll, I'll wrap it up with, with oh, this. Yeah. Uh, you got any, any, uh, links you want to shout out or anything you want to say in closing to the, uh, the kitties and I guess grownups and all the other, uh, beings, yeah. alien beings, uh, non, not physical entities listening in right now. Well, really, I mean, just, be happy i want you to be happy i want to be happy everybody should at least want to be happy you know um links you know 
just the my own eyes soundcloud page is what i have now for you know music and that's where you'll keep hearing the the newer stuff for me is where it'll be now um i definitely you should check out murda he's the roommate and best friend of mine we uh were musical buddies growing up through high school and middle school so he definitely we live together and we make music together uh He's actually on some very. He's got some cool new unreleased stuff coming up uh, real soon. And I you know, guys have a lot of collabs too. Oh yes, we have lots of them. Lots of them that are not posted either. So those will, those will be. Uh, we were trying to bring together a collection of all of our music that we've made together and uh, have a nice big you know album or something that really just highlights what we did together while we lived together. Awesome. Uh, well, thanks for being on here. We'll definitely gonna have to have you back soon and. Uh, Everyone stick around because I'll be playing some unreleased music that he shared with me after this conversation. So, yeah, thanks, Mike. This has been fun. Yeah, uh, thank you, Chance. All right. Talk to you guys next week. I want to thank Mike once again for coming on the show and prepare yourself for six different tracks by my own eyes coming at you in a mini mix put together by me. So don't judge the actual mix part of it and just enjoy these unfinished unreleased tunes and look out for more stuff from my own eyes check all the episode notes for links to his soundcloud and have a good week talk to you next time love y'all